This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Victor and Andrea. Andrea's finishing up her breakfast. How's that going, Andrea? Good. I have to multitask. No, I know. You're a very busy woman. You set up today's guests. I know. Aren't you proud? I am. I'm very proud of you. Good job. Good initiative. So you set up today's guests. You're eating breakfast. You've got to anchor the 10 o'clock. You know, and it's a big day. We got uh, the, the day this is recorded. The president's coming to town. That's a lot of work covering all that. And then election tomorrow on Tuesday, which we'll, I think by the time this is released, we'll know who our governor is because right now we could have the same governor or it could change. Yeah, uh, things appear to be pretty tight. So, but yeah, I, I think this might be coming out. If you're listening to this, Wednesday, um, election may be over. I think Bill would be a good person to come in and kind of break down what happened. Mm. Maybe we'll try to get my. My good buddy co-anchor Bill Bryant come in again. We could see about that. We could see about He's that. He's a tough man to book. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, but, you'd think that'd be easy and I'd have the end. No, not a thing. I mean, I remember how long it took us to get him and Barb Bailey, and they work in the building. I know. <laughs> I literally sit next to Bill every day, and he was tough. But he was so much fun, a good guest, and today's guests are, again, so much fun. I had a really good time. You all are going to enjoy this conversation. We, we really enjoyed it. Andrea, how did this come about? So actually, our GM, Jeff Anderson, knows these two. They do Kentucky Taste Buds, which is a blog. And oh my gosh, they're practically an empire at this point. They do so much. They now do radio, a blog. They have a podcast, all kinds of stuff. They're looking into doing a vlog as well. So transitioning into radio or to visual Mm -hmm. in addition to everything else they're doing. So these two women are just best friends who it seems like just go out and have a great time and kind of invite people to come along and like... They just show you the cool things that are available right in your backyard that you just kind of either, you know, don't appreciate because it's right there or just didn't know about, even though it's right there. So it's really cool. And I I love their story. And it's one of the things they get into is that how they they felt like they were kind of just in a rut and they wanted to make a change. And so they they just started doing this and it took off and it's pretty successful for them. And it's kind of awesome to see that grow. So be inspired, people. Take a listen to this. Andrea, we're up and running. All right, let's do this. So joining us today, we have the gals from Kentucky Taste Fuzz, and we are so excited to have you with us. So first of all, just go ahead and introduce yourselves for our listeners. All right. Well, thank you for having us. I'm Tamara Schneider, and uh, I'm homegrown here in Lexington, and uh, I'll introduce my best friend, Lee Roach. Very nice. Hi, I'm Lee Roach, and I'm also, like Tamara just said, from Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, I'm half of Kentucky Taste Buds, sometimes three-fourths, sometimes a fourth. (laughs) You know how that works. Yeah. It's a give and take. I wanted you all to introduce yourselves. That way people could kind of differentiate the voices and everything, because sometimes that can be difficult to tell people apart. People often think, yeah, I'll be talking, and they'll be like, is that Andrea? Andrea? I don't know. Yeah, you understand the struggle. That's right. So first of all, just kind of take us through... What is Kentucky Taste Buds? What was your journey to get to where you are today? Do you want to start, Tamara? I'll let you. Okay. It was well, your idea. It was about two and a half years ago. Tamara and I have been best friends since middle school. We uh, were moms who were actually starting to go through a divorce. Uh, our children were flying the coop, and we worked every day, but we really didn't do anything outside of that. And so I got this idea because I'm a reality TV junkie, and I was watching reality <laughs> TV, and uh, this girl talked about blogging and going around the country and getting stuff for free, and I thought, well, that's genius. Why are <laughs> we not do doing that? this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love so I literally called Tamara the next day. And I'm I'm a person who has tons of crazy ideas. So I thought, I'm really putting on the sales pitch for her. And I gave her a 10-minute speech, and then she literally says, Okay. <laughs> that was good. it. That was I'm it. I'm in. Yes. So we developed this concept of getting out of our ruts and trying to go around the state of Kentucky and uh, visit everything from uh, food, fashion, entertainment, places we've never been, and really get out there and explore things because we've lived here our whole lives and haven't begun to do you know most of what it has to offer and it just kind of developed over time and we we made it up as we went we started adding legs to it we have a philanthropic piece to what we do we want to make sure we give back and we also knew that we wanted to be interactive that we wanted to have a lot of uh, connection to our audience and engagement and, and kind of a give and take because we wanted to inspire people to do the same thing 
Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it started, but and then eventually it turned into a podcast, and and then and now we have a radio show. So, but it's been about two and a half years. It's been a fun journey. So you keep yeah. the blog up, though. In addition, do you still do the podcast? Yes, we so do the, the podcast, podcast is weekly. Still a thing. Yeah. And then radio on top of that. So how does this all work? When can people listen to you? Uh, well, they can listen to us on the radio on Saturdays on Kiss ninety six FM from ten to two. We were eight to tw- uh, eight to ten, and we got some good positive feedback so they increased our hours hours. gave us better hours yeah uh and then our podcast we uh tape every sunday and we release it for monday mornings and then the blogs just whenever but uh in addition to that we also this is our part-time gig so we have full-time jobs so yeah we do stay very very busy (laughs) yes yeah yeah we have a lot to do but uh the podcast is called brunch with the buds and we typically have a guest Um, This past Sunday, we interviewed Curtis Streetman, who is an opera professor at EKU. He's in charge of their opera department there. And he's going to be having a show this Friday at the Lyric Theater. And so he came on and talked about opera. And so, again, we're all about um, getting people to get out of their ruts and try new things, visit places that they haven't been. And uh, so for a lot of people, opera is kind of out of the box and Mm -hmm. don't know much about it, especially here in central Kentucky. Um, So it was really neat to have that conversation with him. And then we'll pick a theme. Uh, Of course, we're in political campaign season. And so we had longer. I know. One (laughs) more day. We're almost done, people. And so we had a very non-political political conversation yesterday and that was a lot of fun too yeah, so yeah. we we're really enjoying it we're kind of looking into uh doing a vlog cast too that's going to be our next step so have so a video component because youtube is so huge now too so if the only bad thing about that is there's no filters yes Ooh, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah we're so. looking for one if you all know of one let we, us, we haven't been able to find one yeah either. we need it too. you all don't need one you all yeah, don't we need do. one yeah we do you don't know how much concealer i have on <laughs> as i say before the four o'clock yeah i'm in there just that's one thing i didn't learn growing up was uh, applying my foundation yes uh, good to know you needed me well, one of the things i love about this because i feel like a lot of times when we have people in who are especially from lexington or sometimes Cincinnati, they come here to work, and uh, they'll explore things in Lexington, but as far as the surrounding counties, I feel like a lot of times people don't go out to see what else, sometimes they'll go to the Red River Gorge, that seems to be kind of the extent of it, but there are a lot of interesting things, you know, in Danville, Harrodsburg, just cool places that, um, I don't know, something like this will introduce people to. Yeah. Uh, One of our favorite little towns to visit is Lawrenceburg. Um, We went there for a day and we went to Heavens to Betsy little restaurant, which just got some uh, national accolades. I forget on which list, but somebody named it one of the best places to eat. And uh, we agree with that. And uh, we visited uh, Sweet Mash, which is a cute little gift store. And then uh, they have a new spa there that it's like something out of New York. But there it is in downtown Lawrenceburg. And, of course, that's on the trail. Um, You've got wineries and distilleries there, too. So really, and when I was growing up, I didn't know anybody that lived in Lawrenceburg. I went to college with one friend that was from there, but just really small town. But we love it there. And then Stanford is another great little town. Uh, Bluebird Cafe. We love to eat the Bluebird Cafe. And uh, so you just really need to get out and explore these little towns because that's where, I mean, that's just small town America right there. And it, there's always something to discover. I love that. And I feel like you find these hidden gems and it's kind of like, there's no excuse to let yourself get in a rut. You have to be proactive about yeah. seeking these things out. And that's exactly what you all have done. I mean, you didn't know about most of this before you made a conscious effort to commit to finding things to do and, you know, getting outside your comfort zone. What has that done for you just on a personal level? Oh, it's just been amazing. I mean, I have uh, been someone, I was a an accountant in a, a former, former life, life, in a former, former life. <laughs> and then I went out on my own and started my own graphic design business. And so I, for a long time, I was working like two jobs and I just wasn't enjoying life whatsoever. No. So f- I think the biggest change for me is that I'm actually enjoying life. I'm being in the present. And then the best part is I'm doing it with my best friend. And I think uh, that's something that Tamara and I've discussed a lot too, is as, as you're, when you're married and you have children, you kind of lose yourself a little bit as a woman and, and maybe as a man too. I don't know, Victor, you have to tell us. But, uh, 
you kind of lose yourself because you give yourself to your job, your spouse, yeah. your children, and then at some point you wake up and, and all of that's kind of changed. And you and don't know who you are anymore. You don't know who you are anymore. So uh, this blog has allowed us to utilize our skill sets that we did not know we really had. They laid dormant for a long time. It's allowed us to get out and have fun with each other because we might do the once a month get together for you know dinner at Applebee's or something, but we weren't exploring anything together. And when you explore something with someone, even if it's with your spouse, you discover new things about yourself. And so that's really been uh, the best part for us, I think. Yeah, well you said. might be able to add to Look that. Look at that. that. I know. You're on fire. Nailed that it. coffee is kicking in this morning. I'm better at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Than, like on our podcast at 3.30 in the afternoon. Change. We need yeah. to change our podcast time. Yeah, there you go. 9 o'clock. Yep. That's your yeah. sweet spot. Yeah. I mean, I think what's great, I think a lot of people, when they're in that rut, they don't maintain their friendships. So I love mm -hmm. that you all have done this together. I think that's right. a huge component. Do you have people that like follow along with you guys? I'm sure they, they're like, I feel like you guys are my friends now. Yes. It's almost like if you don't have friends, you can follow along with you all <laughs> yeah. and like just kind of go on your journey with you. Absolutely. And we have uh, tons of friends that we've met through Twitter mainly. Twitter is such a great place to um, meet people. Uh, in a nice way, and maybe not so nice. It depends on what you're following. But anyway, and so our followers on Twitter are, are just super friendly, and Lee is so good about interacting with every single person that sends us a message. She will tweet back at them and retweet things that they're saying and all that kind of thing. And we've even met some of these people out um, at events and things like that, and it just warms our heart uh, to no end when somebody comes up and says, oh, I follow you on Twitter or I follow you all on Instagram and I, I think you're, what you're doing is terrific. And again, a lot of what we go and discover and, and uh, end up at is as a result of what someone has tweeted us or said, you all need to come to mm -hmm. this little town and go to this festival or whatever. It's, it's a super great time. And it, it usually is. And so we've met tons of great people through um, our interactions and we love that. That's one of our biggest loves yeah it really is it really is it's been we've been very fortunate to meet a lot of good people it's kind of like it reminds me of a bbn nation you know mm -hmm. how you're just kind of a family mm -hmm. automatically uh if you have on blue you know and you yeah. see them out and you're like <laughs> yeah oh there's you know cousin know johnny over there yeah uh that's kind of how this is developing for us we're, we're getting very connected with people and they're they're feeling like our long distance cousins yeah. in other counties so mm -hmm. it's really fun well and i was gonna say and people you know, I was almost going to say they feel like they get to know you, but they do get to know you because yeah. that's you. You're talking, you know, they're listening to you talk for hours on end, so they get to know you as a person. They yeah. decide whether or not they, they like you. And so when they come up and they say, you know, I'm a big fan, you know that that's genuine. I mean, yes. I guess that's a big part of that is, is knowing that they do know who you are. Yeah, and the good thing about us and what makes, I think, this so successful and works so well is that Lee and I are very different people. And so uh, we like to say that I'm the class and she's the sass. And <laughs> yes. uh, because, and I always say that Lee is the uh, Snapchat filter to my photo. So I'm kind of more, you know, uh, you know, and traditional then, uh, yeah. and yeah, structured. And, then, and she's the flamboyant and mm. exciting and vibrant person. So I think if you follow us, you, you might gravitate more towards mm. one or the other. But uh, I think there's some, something for everybody. Yeah, we yeah. think so. We think so. <laughs> there's a good yin and yang going yeah. on for sure. Yes. I feel like, and you can't be fake when your friend's with you. You know what I mean? That's like right. oh, your real right. self is going to yeah. come out because you yeah. know they're going to call each other on it. <laughs> yes. No doubt. Yeah. So you mentioned something about, you know, a divorce. Obviously, that's a different thing to go through and I don't know if you're dating or anything like that but I remember back when I was dating it was a long journey <laughs> not, I mean, I'm not like married yet or anything so it could it's still, still a be a journey, journey I'm on but uh, it's like there were times when I was so devoted to my career I didn't have anything to talk about on dates yes. <laughs> you know what I mean yes. like yes. you all have so much to talk about now yeah. just so many fun experiences yeah. mm -hmm. like what are some of the fun stories you have Oh, which ones can we tell? Oh, okay, let me tell the story. <laughs> uh -oh. Here we go. Everybody oh, yeah. sit back, get your popcorn. Uh, so Lee and I decided we were going to go um, kayaking for the mm -hmm. first time. There's great <laughs> kayak places places to go throughout Kentucky, of course. And so I have a good friend. They're a very outdoorsy couple. They're always doing stuff. And so I called them because they have all the equipment and the knowledge and expertise. And I was like, "Let's, can you take us kayaking? They were like, sure, come on. So we go up to High Bridge, which is fantastic. Yes. A great place to go kayaking. They had all the equipment. Well, the night before, Lee is completely freaked out because she has Googled 
uh, kayaking, <laughs> whitewater. Yes. yes. And so she calls me in a sheer panic. They showed rapids. Yeah. So she's thinking there's rapids. She thinks the boat's going to flip. She's going to hit her head, be knocked oh unconscious, and drown. And uh, so I was like, quit Googling. Calm down. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. It's like WebMD. That's, good. That, yes. that's what I thought. We're My son hurts. Oh, no, I'm dying. Yes. Don't Google your symptoms. Don't Google kayaking. And uh, so we went, and you loved it. It loved was it. one of our most favorite experiences. And just to see um, the beautiful Palisades and everything, uh, that's just really neat from a kayak perspective. And that's a big part of what we do is try to get out of our comfort zone. Yes. Because I am the fun one, but I'm the controlled one, too. I like yeah. a lot of control. And if something's not within my control, I worry. And so she's really stretching because she, she's actually the more adventurous one. And she can, she swears she's going to get me to zip line, but it's, it's going to take. Well, yeah. you I'm like afraid it. of heights. I told her if Ooh. it was three feet like off the ground, I don't like them either. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool. It looks fun. Yeah. you got to distract yourself with the scenery. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Just don't think about it. Yeah. Just enjoy. You there know? used to be the zip line across Rupp Arena at the boat show. That's right. What? But then they put up the giant, the new screen, and, and it's too big for for you to be able to go under. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was, that was that seemed like a safe amount of zip lining because, you know, yeah. you're, you're above her up. Yeah. She says she would do it if it was three feet off the ground. Yeah. But yeah. I, I well, found one of those. Raise her up gradually. Specialized. <laughs> you know I mean, what like I mean? a kitty's version. Exactly. You know? <laughs> like the, the bunny slope. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Zip lining. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like, that's, but that's great. Now you can be like, oh, I love canoeing. Because yeah. sometimes yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch TV after work and I, I like to nap. Yes. <laughs> <That's where laughs> uh, you know, like, my, like what do you like to do for fun? Yeah. You all have real yeah. answers now and people can kind of get good ideas. Just find new We convince ourselves that we don't like things. And sometimes we've yes. never even tried these things. Yeah. Uh, and sushi is a good example of that. I said, I don't like sushi. And she's like, well, how do you know? Have you tasted it? I'm like, I think I have. You know, I, you know, I <laughs> just don't like it. You know? And of course, now I love it. So mm-hmm. uh, we push each other to try things that we've never tried. And we're almost always blown away mm-hmm. how much we really enjoy something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's also one of those things where people don't realize there are people who come from across the country to Kentucky to destinations and then, then people who live nearby don't even realize that this is in their own backyard. I grew up in Powell County near the Red River Gorge mm-hmm. and we would occasionally go up to go camping but that was about it and so then when I grow up and realize that people are flying in from all across the world to go rock climbing or explore the caves and different stuff I wonder you know why I didn't do that when I was I was younger. There's just a lot of interesting things in our own backyards that we don't realize. Absolutely. That's been eye-opening for us. Uh, one of our first uh, outings was to attend the Bourbon Affair that's held in Louisville every year. And it's really throughout the state. They have different events. And we were amazed how many people came out of state for their vacation for a whole week to Kentucky. We were like, you're coming to Kentucky? Yeah. Because, you know, we're going to <laughs> right. Florida yeah. and, you know, California or wherever we're going. And uh, so that's another part that we really try to sell is why do you have to convince yourself to leave the state to have a vacation? There are so many fantastic things to do, even if it's just a weekend getaway Mm -hmm. and uh, explore what's around here. We've been to some amazing bed and breakfasts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chateau Bourbon in Louisville is one of our favorite. Uh, Willis Graves in Burlington, Kentucky. There are so many great places to go and just that are pretty inexpensive to go Mm -hmm. for a couple of nights. And it's so much fun to get away. You don't have to eat up all of your PTO and your vacation time. You can just do a short little, maybe like a day, like a Friday and a Monday and give yourself Mm -hmm. a nice long weekend. That's the way to do it. Well, we are transitioning into the holiday season and we've been talking about giving people inspiration of things to do, things they need to look into. So you all have a holiday hot list. Right. So every year, this is year three of our holiday hot list. It's kind of like Oprah's favorite things, Uh, but we're not Oprah. Uh, Maybe someday. Uh, And so it's 50 gifts and they're all either Kentucky made or Kentucky centric in some way. And uh, we profile these and really just trying to encourage shop local. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing, and a variety of things, um, gifts for him, her, experiences, just really unique things that you're not going to find at Costco or Sam's Club or Walmart. And so we're big on that. We love it. Uh, people will send us ideas, um, say, "Oh, my uncle sells these blah blah blah." And uh, so we're putting that list together now. Um, the benefit that we have this year is that being associated with KISS 96.9, we've roped them in on it. And so they're going to do 20 days of giveaways. Nice. So starting, I think that's going to start December 1st, 1st yeah. and running until the 20th. Every day they will draw a name and that person will win the item that we're giving, that we're profiling that day. That day. So that's going to be a fantastic way for people to actually get their hands on the, these 
really unique items. Um, so yeah. we love it. And we'll do it as a countdown. So mm-hmm. every day we'll reveal a new one, and it's going to begin 11-11, and anybody can check out our website at kytastebuds.com and see this holiday list in uh, beginning next week. Oh, my gosh. We've yeah. got a lot of work to do, <laughs> girl. Do. Yeah. I know. Same. I have a story that I need to air oh. on 11-11. I was like, ooh. Oh. <laughs> you I haven't started putting that together, and I shot it two months ago. So. Oh, my. Good job, Andrea. Yeah. I'm excited to check that list out because – you know, as you start getting older, it definitely gets a little more difficult to find gifts because generally if people want something, they'll just go get it for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially men, you men are very hard to buy for. Yes. Uh, So we always try to find some nice gifts for the men in our lives. That's something that they could use or want or anything like that. So yeah. Growing up and my brother sent me a meme over the weekend and it was like, I need toothpaste. (laughs) And the (laughs) caption was like, mom, Okay, but it's going to be part of your Christmas. Yeah, that's what point. Starting November, anything, anything. you ask anything for, you ask she's for. like, well, it's part of your Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I you say know that I mean? all the time. I know. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, can you give us, I know you don't want to give away too much, obviously, because there's going to be the countdown and everything, but can you give us maybe an example or two of some of the, the holiday hot items people can look into? Should we should we reveal a few? Yeah. Well, one will be uh, the Willis Graves Bed and Breakfast mm-hmm. uh, that is so amazing in Burlington, Kentucky, uh, and we're going to try to uh, potentially make that a, make that a, get a giveaway too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So that's one experience that we have, and then we have some uh, uh, art. I'll just I'll leave it at that. There's some art that's local to Kentucky mm-hmm. um, that's just absolutely beautiful and we'll definitely be featuring we don't want to give away too much yeah no I get it but we'll have everything from fashion to uh like Tamara said experiences um and jewelry jewelry and some philanthropic ideas too because that's a a big part of giving because you always have that one relative that says now don't you buy me one thing I don't need need a thing well this is what you get that person that says they don't need a thing Mm -hmm. and you can go back on our website and look at our previous holiday hot list and those items you can still get so I mean it's a plethora of things to choose from that's a really good idea Mm -hmm. yeah go back yeah so you mentioned Lawrenceburg I guess what other uh, places around Lexington have you been surprised to find? Well, just recently we spent a weekend in uh, Shelbyville, and we went and saw, uh, what was it, the Stephen Foster story oh, at the yeah. amphitheater there. Bardstown. We visited yeah. in Bardstown. Oh, I'm sorry, what did I say, Shelbyville? Yeah, Bardstown. Bardstown. Um, and then uh, we also went to my old Kentucky home. Mm-hmm. And then out in the middle of a cornfield was a new bourbon distillery called uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company. And it had, have you been there? It's I like heard the about swankiest it. The yeah. restaurant. And it really? was like, it was like New York sitting in the middle mm-hmm. of a cornfield it's beautiful. and it's gorgeous and you can do tasting there. They have some new releases uh, and then their food. They had, we had an appetizer that was grilled cheese and tomato soup and they cut up the uh, grilled cheese to look like a Jenga puzzle. Oh, yeah, it was so cute. And so they just, everything about presentation and uh, the aesthetics of the place was just, I felt like I was transported yeah. to another city. And it, like I said, it was right in the middle of a cornfield. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely one of my favorite finds that we've had in the last couple of months. And that's so. not that far away. I no, mean, that's very centrally minutes. located. Yeah. Right. Like Bardstown is right there yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Easy to get to. We'll spend that on Nicholasville Road sometimes. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yes. why not, you know, get on the bluegrass, you know, get express and get out of here. Sometimes yeah. it takes me 40 minutes to get to work. So yeah, I know. I know. I know. We're on the other side yeah. of town. Yeah. And another awesome. awesome place that we have visited that we hadn't been to since we were in elementary school was Shaker Town, oh, Shaker Village. Yes. And Andrew, you're from Nicholasville. Mm-hmm. So you probably went there as a child. We went child. on field trips. Yeah. Field trips. Oh, yeah. And you thought, mm, you know, watching somebody make a broom. Mm. It was, pro- it's probably more fun now. I didn't oh, fully appreciate it. So we went then. back. <laughs> they were so gracious to us. They invited us out. We spent the night there, which I didn't even know you could spend the night there in these, you know, 1800 dwellings that have been uh, maintained. They're doing this huge renovation. They've spent millions of dollars just in the last year renovating this. And what Shaker Village does so well is they are changing the way that history is is taught. Mm-hmm. And so they show how things are applicable uh, to today's society. And I think that's such an important key when you're teaching history. It's not just dry dates and facts. These are people that lived and breathed and this is how it can relate to our lives today and they have a working farm out there organic Um, they have that uh, trustees table which is the restaurant there and everything is grown right outside the door Mm -hmm. so you can't get any fresher than that Um, we had them on our podcast uh, chef mike and or i'm sorry chef amber and the farm manager mike um, and talking about 
what it takes to to grow all of that and just the and they're so smart these people are so smart and so i love that Um, but the shaker village they are always having events Mm -hmm. Uh, you can do weddings out there you can do weddings it's just gorgeous so i would highly recommend anybody to go and check out shaker village especially leading up to the holidays they're going to have all kinds of events sign up for their newsletter that's the best way Mm -hmm. to stay in the loop on what's going on at these places sign up for all of their emails and that's how we stay in touch with what's going on is uh through you know following them on twitter their social media and then their newsletters smart and then in millersburg uh the mustard seed it just opened have you heard about the mustard seed no i haven't okay they uh it's an old uh it was mmi military Military, millersburg military institute and they've converted it into event location but they're going to be doing a christmas fair that's going to be similar to what the horse park does oh yeah but it's going to be a walking tour instead of a driving tour so they're Mm -hmm. going to just go nuts uh, oh, like decorating everything yes and okay. they're going to have all kinds of uh, vendors and pop-up shops and we're getting ready to go visit and we'll do a blog about it and put it out there we're very excited they've asked us to stay yeah. and so we're really looking forward to that but mm-hmm. uh, it's a great location and they and this is a town who really needs the support because there's been some change yeah. in uh, their roadways and it's caused their tourism to go down mm-hmm. they've kind of rerouted people so they're really hyping this up and trying to bring a lot of tourists in to help their economy so we're going to try to help with yeah. that as well. Spread the well, word. we may have to do a little something on let's that. Check yeah. that out. That's, yeah. that's just north of Paris, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know what you're talking about because we would, whenever we would drive, uh, depending which way we would go, we used to drive right through the middle of Millersburg mm-hmm. and you would pass the... Uh, military academy and now because of the way they've changed things if i'm going to nicholas county or something yeah i I drive around it i didn't even even think about how that would impact you know their downtown yeah Yeah. 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 and it's beautiful have you all i'm assuming this may be a good suggestion but you probably already been because you mentioned shaker town and not far away none such there's the glitz. Have you eaten at oh, the glitz? Yes. yes. I've, have yes. you been there? Yes. We haven't been together. We right. I went before Kentucky Taste Buds. Yes. Love that place. Love oh my gosh. Such. It is so extra. Mm-hmm. I've never been. What is the glitz? <laughs> oh my oh, god. Victor. Oh, Victor. It is like my head in physical form. Like <laughs> it's just like a glimpse into it's a the crazy, lots of lights, okay. frilly stuff. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun! It's antiques. like a little girl's dream. Yes, yeah. antiques and everything's just over the top. It's like Dolly Parton. Okay, yeah. I can yeah. see that. Decorated it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's a good description. Yeah. It's yeah. so much fun, and they have great food. They have yes, great, it's food. delicious, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful at Christmas time. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous. It's a yeah. great time to go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's my tip. Okay, go to that. <laughs> That's a great tip. Vera would love it. Your little girl. I, I bet she would. Sensory she overload, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's just so now really fun. started exploring everything around her. So. Uh-huh. Oh, I love it. You need to take uh-huh. her. Yeah. Well, you have a podcast. Now you're into radio. How is it different from the podcast, or is it kind of consistent? <sighs> it's so different. So our podcast is doing exactly what we're doing now, and that's mm-hmm. just talking for an hour. Uh, but on... Uh, the show on the radio show, we are actually DJs. So we are discussing segments or we have segments that last anywhere from a minute and a half to 45 seconds. So, so they're very short. Mm-hmm. So we have a very uh, short amount of time to convey a message. I know you all know what that's like. Yeah. It's Awful. very hard, <laughs> especially for... I'm long-winded too, girl. <laughs> there you go. You know, like you and I are already twins. It's very hard to be so succinct. Yeah. Yes. And then you've got to toss to a song. Then we toss it to a song, yes, that we don't pick out, by the way, because it's all pre-programmed. So we're like, why you. is that song after? <laughs> so sometimes we, we make requests to change it. But it's yeah. been a challenge to create content that you can deliver and then not have any flubs, you know, because oh. now you have this pressure of, I don't know how you guys do it. You have the pressure of getting something out in 45 seconds. And when you do, it's kind of a mental game that you're playing with yourself. And so then I'm worse at it than she is. All the flubs start to come out. Yeah. Yeah, so it is very hard. And we try to have a theme for our shows. Um, we're not just rambling. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, So that's kind of hard to come up with a theme and then tie everything in together. Every day. You and know, then, it's a yeah, lot. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of content. And uh, now, especially spread out over four hours, that's doubled. And so it, it is a challenge for sure. But it's fun. And uh, we're hoping to get to the point where we can start spinning our own records, you know, picking <laughs> out our own go. music. Be go. real DJs. Be real DJs. And uh, I don't think you'll see us at any of Kanye's parties coming up. But, uh, you know, you never know. Yeah. You, you never, never know. know. You all have personality. You're like the dynamic duo. I like, you're fun. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I just lost train of, the train well, of I was just going to say that's such a, uh, on it. Such a, a big audience, though, to be able to reach that 
that many have you seen the podcast and other stuff grow since you've been able to do that on the radio mm, yeah we have we have we've been very fortunate that way and I'll tell you it's really like the very first airing that we had we Tamara and I it was early because it was at the, at eight o'clock and we uh called each other up and we're like let's go meet over at North uh, Lime Donuts. Oh, yeah. And we sat in the car together. We were like little nerds. We turn on the radio. We're eating oh, our, so I we could hear it. ourselves together. And we're like, shh, shh, we're on, we're on. And we yeah. filmed ourselves doing that because it was yeah. a monumental moment for us. Oh, you know? huge. It just felt huge. Because again, three years ago, we, our lives were miserable, miserable. And you can continue being miserable in your life and just complaining and saying, you know, this is just my lot in life, and, uh, you know, this is what it is. I should just be grateful for what I have. Well, you know, we chose not to do that. And so to look back, you know, this many years later and how much fun we've had and the relationships that we've had um, and are having, you know, it we, it's not lost on us. Uh, we completely appreciate every single moment. I mean, sitting here with you all, you know, that we watch on TV every day. Like, this is an honor, and we appreciate what you all do uh, to shed the light on how awesome Kentucky is and what awesome things that we have going on here. So uh, it's not lost on us. We appreciate every moment. You all are so relatable. I mean, I've been through those times where I've just been just – in a rut. Yes, in a rut, and that's yeah. exactly what it is. And another relatable thing is the flubs. I, that's what I was – flub trying to think about <laughs> my flubs. But I've I've tried, and I've always think about it. Sometimes I'll get on a roll, and I'm like, can I make it through an entire yes. block of news without messing up? I don't know that I've ever done it. Like, yeah. y- we aren't perfect by any means. And, like, I will always stumble at least once, and yeah. I'll get so close, and then I'll jinx myself. And I'm like, you're so busy thinking about it. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm exact same way. Yeah. Tamara is really good. She rarely <laughs> flubs. Um, but we have to do some takes over a few times with me. Yeah, and that's the good thing about yeah. what we do. It's it is recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a little demystifying of the radio. I mean, we're, we're the same way for a lot yeah. of our, our stuff. You know? Yeah, true. On the anchor desk, yeah, you're live, but sometimes stuff out of the field. They're called look lives. Yeah. <laughs> look live. Oh, okay. So now we know what the term yeah. is. Yeah, yes. that's what we call. Well, and sometimes yeah. we have a trouble where we have an event that's on at the same time as our radio show. Well, you all know this too, right? <laughs> yeah. So we can't really advertise the event while we're out there until the show's over exactly it's tough it's tough yeah yeah well if anybody wants to find you guys one more time let's go ahead and you know pump you guys up do a little Uh shameless plug here yeah well you can find us on facebook instagram twitter snapchat uh, ky taste buds and then our blog is kytastebuds.com and uh, that's where you can find our holiday hot list. So I hope everybody will pay we'll attention to that. that. Mm-hmm. And then our radio show is every Saturday, 10 to 2, on KISS 96 FM. And we're now playing Christmas music. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're on the fence about that, but we're doing it well. And uh, It's for the crazy people like me that I'm like, yeah. Poor, poor Never Thanksgiving. Too soon. This is how I bring joy to my life when I'm in a rut. I'm like, oh, Christmas, thank you. <laughs> We are a lot alike. She's a, she's like yeah, my twin. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have our podcast, Brunch with the Buds, on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Podbean. Or you can find it on our website. Yeah. And we have an e-newsletter, too, that goes out once a week. So if anybody goes to our website and sign up, they can keep up on all of our shenanigans, is like what we like to call it. Oh, they're shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I think there's also something great about what you all did as far as just finding a creative outlet. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that helps a lot, especially don't if, have you're, time to be bored if you're in a rut, if you're doing different <laughs> things. Yeah, I, I was going to say. And, and so if somebody's listening to this and they think that they have a subject that they enjoy, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people realize how easy it is to start a podcast. I mean, once you start doing it consistently, that's work. But just yes. getting it together and, and trying to put together a recording, I mean, that's something anybody anybody can really do. Yeah, and there's podcasts literally for every topic on the face of the planet. And so whether you want to do it uh, just as a creative outlet um, I think everybody should have a creative outlet. Um, or if you want to monetize it and actually have it as your side hustle. I'm a big believer in side hustles. I don't know how anybody can survive on one salary these days, um, especially as single moms. Uh, so I'm a big proponent of side hustles. You know, there's uh, a way to do that. Um, you kind of have to be more creative and find a niche. Um, so I would say think about what you want to talk about, plan it out. Um, and do some research on that kind of thing. Uh, but again, stick with what you're passionate about, and uh, you can't go wrong. And 
partner with somebody who's going to work well yes. with you and yes. compliment you because I, I cannot, I could not do this, any of it without Tamara. She is the perfect person for this. Yeah. What I lack, she possesses and vice versa. Yeah, so. it's a good, good teamwork going on here for sure. Well, we have loved this conversation and we appreciate you all coming in. Thank you so much. You'll have Thank to come you back. Guys. Yeah. We need to have guests. you guys on. Yeah. Yes. We need to well, flip yes. the script. And That'd I, be I fun. Think, I think once your list is out, we can have you back to, around Christmas. Yeah. You can talk about some of the items. We, we would love, love that. to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Perfect. Thank love you guys it. so much. Thank we you. love y'all. Love you too. Well, Andrea, what did you think about that? Oh, I loved it. And I can relate to them so much. We talked about it afterwards because they're both single moms. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it in the past. We were both raised by single moms. So it's almost like we were just instantly connected with Mm -hmm. them. It was so easy. They're so easy to talk to and they're so much fun. And, you know, Jeff actually ran into us afterwards and he's like, did you know them already? No. (laughs) No, but you can just talk to them like like you've been friends for a long time because, yeah, they're a very uh, fun conversation, and you know, um, we'd even mention maybe having them back around Christmas sometime to talk about that list and all the items and just kind of yes. interesting stuff they got going on. That was my dream. I watched Oprah every day after school. I mean, religiously. It's so inspiring. I loved Oprah so much, and I was young, like I didn't even know what she was talking about, but I could listen to her <laughs> every day. And I remember thinking, I would what I would give to be at the Favorite Things episode, like. You got so much stuff. Yeah. So you get a car and you stuff. get a car. Although my favorite gift that came from that is one where it's like her going bees and then bees for Oh gosh. <laughs> not, that would be That's you. not really yeah. That okay. is so you. But yeah, uh really good time. And I, I'm looking forward to that list because like I said, it's you know, as, as you get older sometimes it's kind of hard to find interesting gifts or things that people might not think to get themselves. And it seems like these all have a story behind them which is half the battle. Yeah. You know, like you give someone a pair of socks you got from Macy's, like that's nice and everybody loves getting a gift. I've started wearing interesting socks and I like them. That is just a thing. Jim does the same thing. Guys in your socks. It's like, I feel like you can't be that creative. We with don't your have outfits. a lot of other outlets. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So I've it's been, like socks is where it's at. I, I can't really wear patterned shirts. Yeah. Too brightly colored oh, patterns. Victor has <laughs> gotten wear... in a lot of trouble. When, for I, his when I first started here, I had a large array of different colored shirts and patterns and ties, and I've slowly been whittled down to a more manageable, <laughs> professional. I mean, I literally my closet now is just you know twenty it's a white professional palette, twenty white shirts. And I will admit that I probably do look better on air. <laughs> You're like I miss it, <laughs> but I just liked it personally. But for a uh, professional appearance, that is probably the, the correct thing to do. Oh my gosh! Well, anyway, back to our conversation with the Kentucky Taste Buds lady, ladies. Um, I was listening to another podcast, which that's basically all I do anymore is listen to podcasts. Like I I do a lot of driving and stuff. So, and that's what I do when I'm running errands, when I'm cleaning the house, whatever. But there was another podcast where someone was talking about his career and we all get overwhelmed so easily. I know I do. And everything that I have done ends up being easier than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And I think these ladies found the exact same thing. It's like, you may be stuck in a rut and it seems like there's no way, like, how do I get out of this? Like... Sometimes you just have to do it, and typically it's easier than you think. Yeah. So, yeah. Reminds me of one of my favorite, I don't know if it's Buddhist or if it's, but basically it's something a monk said um, whenever people are talking about their problems or their issues. And it's like, well, no, what's what's wrong in this moment? And it's like, well, I've got this mortgage to do. It's like, okay, but. Is that is somebody coming to take your house right now? Is some is this right in this moment? What is focus the the problem? Yeah, and it's like okay, well my um, my sink broke and it's spraying water everywhere. Okay, well that's something you need to take care of immediately. Right now. But your other problems, think about them and try to realize you know as you and I are sitting here right now recording this, what problems do we have? You know, yeah. you have to get ready to go anchor in about twenty minutes. But other than it's that, all right. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll but other fine. than that, life's pretty good. Yeah, but you can get distracted by the big picture sometimes to the point that you can't do anything. You can't do any of those little things Just that will help that big picture in the end. Yeah. Anxiety. Yeah. Honey, I know all about it. Yeah, yeah. I know no, I... all about it. So I just loved hearing their story and just how they've leaned on each other and, and you know, just kind of helped each other along the way through a, a tough time. Well, the other nice thing about what they're doing is it, it, it forces them to see each other every week. So yes. if you've got a good friend, think about, you know, you have friends who you maybe only talk to once a month or, and you wish you saw them more often. They have an appointment now where they have to see each other every exactly. week. Exactly. It's like an and accountability partner at the gym. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to work out with someone else. 
so yeah, that's good. I, I look forward to um, you know this this is me discovering them. So I, I look forward to um, exploring all their stuff now and. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, I look forward to us having them back on also. I mean, selfishly, honey, we can get story ideas from them. It's oh, like they yeah. know so much stuff. They do. <laughs> and, and, and and again, they, they've they done something that I suggest other people do is exploring the rest of the state because there is so yes. much out there and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't realize. And I, I think that's what I like so much about what they're doing. Yeah. And I mean, we didn't go on vacation a whole lot growing up because we didn't have much money. So I think this is also good for people like us that like to budget and, you know, just be frugal like there are plenty of things to do right here. Like mm-hmm. you can go on vacation if that's not something you're financially able to do right now. Just, you know, you got to be a little more creative sometimes, but it is possible. So, all right. Favorite things. Well, um, first off, we haven't really talked since I got back from Mexico about my trip. Oh my gosh. It's all we about record, you. We literally recorded all the stuff before all we left. about um, Including the episode <laughs> that came out last week that was recorded before I left. Um, and then, so yeah. Um, I just want to say I had a good time. That That's it. it? Well, Vera traveled on a plane for the first time. Her trip. How did that go? Her, the two plane, the two flights up were fantastic. She did a really great job. Flights back, not so great. Um, major, I'm going to give uh, props and slops. Um, <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> props to the USO uh, facility in the Charlotte airport because they were really nice to us and let us hang out there. Uh, my... Uh, wife's dad is um, retired army, and so you know they, we were able to hang out there. Slops because the gate at uh, Charlotte closed a little bit early, and we missed our flight oh, back to no. Lexington. That is my. I'm very uncomfortable at the airport. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, the so thing is, when, that's my nightmare. Whenever you come back in from um, another country, you have to go through customs again, right? Which you know we'd planned for. Um, although there was, there were. It was a tight window, but one you could make. So our, pl- our next plane was supposed to leave at 6.05. We got to the gate. I looked up. It said 5.54. There's not supposed to close the door until 10 minutes before the plane takes mm-hmm. off. But the dude there was like, sorry, we already closed it. And I understand they have policies, and sometimes they just, they, you know, all right, they can't we, we make missed exceptions. it. But he literally laughed at us. Oh, no. He was, he was, he was pretty rude. I was now, not happy about it. Knowing your wife as well as I do, I would imagine she did not She got up well. there about the time it was, well, no, it was her sister who did not. Take it well. She let the guy know that he was he was rude, as she put it. Um, I'm sure she put it. So we like ended up that. getting booked into another flight. So we ended up having a four hour layover uh, with a, with an infant. And so that's tough. The U but the USO was there. They did great stuff, Aww. and they let us hang out in their their kids. They have a little kids room. So oh, that's great. That, that, that was that was nice. So now, speaking of kids. You also had Halloween. This happened while, yes. while we've been away from the podcasting world. And I saw the cutest video of Vera in her costume. And she reminded me of a Mortal Kombat character because she rocks oh, Just lot. waiting for the... Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, the Mortal Kombat characters, like they just bounce back them. and forth if you're not doing anything. Like, that's Vera. Like, she's always moving. That's not the reference I expected you to make. But yeah, that was pretty much it. If you think of it, like in the character select screen, how they're getting ready to... <laughs> She's so cute. That was her. Yeah, she was she was uh, Minnie Mouse, and we were out trick or treating. And one of the homes we went to had music playing, and it happened to be the theme from Ghostbusters. And she just starts dancing back and forth, and just kind of. She's got the little two step. Yeah, and so it reminds me of Hitch. He's like, "No, this is where this you is, live. Yeah, this is where you live." And so I'm, "Come on, <laughs> come on, Vera, we gotta go, we gotta so go." And she just cute. looks at me and laughing. So yeah, I put that out on Twitter, so you can, uh, you know, if you want thirty seconds to make you smile. There you go. That's that. So, um, but yeah, the the second flight back, she did not have a good time and mm, cried for pretty much the whole hour. Baby. And so I felt real bad for everybody around us. Yeah. But we made it home. We had a great time. It happens. You know, yeah. in China, I think it's China, their, their airlines, you can book your seats ahead of time mm-hmm. and it'll show you where babies are. So you can, it's kind of like movie <laughs> theaters where you can choose yeah. your seat. You can choose your seat and it's literally to be as far away from children i don't blame them i mean i feel bad i'm like well i'm we're, the, we're those people but. i mean what are you gonna do you can't not take them exactly. sometimes you just got to take them so and she had a great time she took we were at an all-inclusive resort and she took advantage of the buffet and my girl. we didn't even have to pay for her so i felt like they really lost out on a lot of money because she no you got your money's worth she's got an appetite i love that girl but halloween was great the trip was great uh so my favorite thing this week i know we've we've scaled back on food mine is a drink at Coeur d'Alima. <laughs> we went with some friends the other night. Are we talking cocktails? Yes, it's a cocktail. It's a um, cucumber, maybe there was spinach in it, but it's like it's Ooh. like a green juice 
um, margarita almost, but the cucumber comes through more than anything. But it's like a, it's almost a cucumber margarita, and it was really good. Really? Yeah. I'm skeptical. Cuc- I would cucumber try. Cucumber is very obviously. refreshing. Anyway, I, I think you know you think like cucumber water. I love cucumber water. Actually, I remember they had that. Um, I was on vacation one time, and that's what they had by the pool. Mm. I drank so much cucumber water, <laughs> but I tried to recreate it at home, and it just wasn't this as good. Same, yeah, yeah, but it is very refreshing. So I can, I imagine it's good. So this was, it's their special, their current specialty cocktail. I don't know how long they'll have it, but it was also our first time just going to Corte Lima. Yeah, I've never the, been there. Period. The shrimp tacos were excellent. Um, macaroni and cheese. I wouldn't have thought that that would be the place for macaroni, but the macaroni and cheese was fantastic. And they have this. Um, it's supposed to be a uh, appetizer, but I, some people apparently get it as an entree. I forget the exact name of it. Uh, papitas, maybe. Um, but it's when they brought it to us, it was this looked like a metal can, and there were all these looked like French fries sticking out of it. And they lift the can Ooh. up, and the French fries all just come flopping out. But the French fries had been coated in cheese oh and like pico de gallo, and it was just it was like the best loaded French fries I've ever had. And so we all just started sticking our forks in and eating them. That sounds so good. <laughs> it was really good. And I can see why people get that as their entree. Like, okay, I'm just going to eat food. <gasps> Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to say food porn on here, but that... <laughs> that sounds like it did. I'll be honest. I didn't even have to see it. it. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> you talk about your favorite thing, and I'll, I'll find the... Uh, okay, so... Well, I was menu. actually looking up something for my favorite thing because I think it's very popular, so I doubt that I'm introducing anyone to this, but... I have started listening to a new podcast. You all know that's my thing. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Um, Dolly Parton's America. It is so good. Like, I'm a huge Dolly fan. And I'm learning so much I did not know about Dolly. Like, there's some dark stuff in her life. Like, her her partnership with Porter Rat- Wagner ended very poorly. Like, that's who basically made her was she was the, the girl singer. Really? That's what they call it. W- with Porter Wagner on his show. And, you know, she started cranking out hits. Like it's now, is this her ridiculous. talking or is this someone else talking about her? Both. It's someone else talking about her, but they do interview Dolly. And so she kind of tells you. her story throughout. But she wrote, you know, Jolene and I Will Always Love You in the same day. Like, she was a hit machine. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. I know she's re- and she's written a lot of songs for other people that ended up being big. Yeah. Right. I mean, they talked to some some experts, like professors in music. And they're like, if she had been born at a different time, she would be Mozart. Like, that's how good of a songwriter she is she was just like touched by something and yeah she's just on a different level than, than most people so basically it's like porter was kind of holding her back and she knew like i need to branch out and she signed a terrible contract when she first got into the industry and porter basically owned her so he sued her for a million dollars and you know she didn't have it at that yeah. point but she was like all right i'm doing it and half the band ended up going with her from the show so the show ended like it was very it was rough for those two. And, you know, obviously he sued her. She had to pay him a million dollars over time. Um, but they ended up, like, mending fences, and Porter went through hard times, and Dolly ended up buying uh, his his company from him and just giving it back because she's like, I had the money, so it wasn't it wasn't no big deal to me, so I felt like it was the right thing to do. So even heart. after all that, Dolly yeah. ends up buying the company. She's like, I just want to make sure his kids got it someday. So oh my goodness. I was just like, she's a saint. And she was she was there when he died. Despite all that horrible mess they went through. Like the fact that they were able to come back and she forgave him, truly forgave him. And I just I'm amazed by her. Like every every bit of her story is just fascinates me. But I also feel like you don't ever really know her because she's yeah. always putting on a show. No, I feel like, yeah, there's definitely a wall there. She's you know, not... you've heard about her tattoos, right? Oh, yeah. Butterfly yeah. tattoos, apparently. Yeah, she's got tattoos all up and down her arms, but that's the reason she wears long sleeves so that you never like, see them. Yeah, it's like you feel like you know Dolly, but also there's always... She doesn't really want anybody to get behind that mask, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And she's so over the top, and she does it on purpose. She's yeah. playing a game with yeah. us, and... You know, it's weird because yeah, it's I feel my like there, game. <laughs> I feel like there's that mask, but I also feel like if we actually got behind it, she would be she's even sweeter. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like I, I feel like she's a really sweet, and it's like she just keeps that up because she doesn't. There's she wants to keep part of herself private, but absolutely, I still feel like she's just a big sweetheart. So yes, oh, I don't think there's anything bad behind yeah. it. Yeah, she's smart though. Yeah, and she wants you. It's like she wants you to underestimate her, and mm-hmm. she makes sure that you do, and then. 
She wants you to see her as she wants to be seen. She's like, here's exactly. what I'm putting forward. She's just smart. And this is what you get. Yeah, I don't think there's anything malicious about it, no, really. No, yeah. But it's kind of like, you're going to take advantage of me anyway. She's kind of like an anti-feminist, because they ask her if she's a feminist. She's like, I absolutely not, you know. And I think of her as one of the great feminists. Yeah. And, um, because it's always about been, been about her being able to control her own exactly, image and, and being exactly. able to... Exactly, but she's like, I just don't like extremes. Like, I never want people to feel like they're pitted against anything. She's That's like, why she's never made any comments really politically one no, way or the other. No, she's so good. She, like, <laughs> come on now. We should. We could all learn from Dolly. We could all learn from Dolly. But yeah, mm-hmm. Dolly Parton's America, check it out. I think it's like number four on the... I, on the all right podcast chart so it's I'll not it like out. i'm has, like really helping her out has much. bill been listening to it well i don't think bill knows how to listen to podcasts <laughs> okay so you but i have told him that i will be happy you can to... take his phone and download it for him yes well you know uh, mr x's dad asked me to download our podcast oh, onto his that's phone sweet. for him my my father-in-law did Isn't the same thing he asked how did yeah how he listened to it i said all right i was so flattered i was like oh my that's nice. Of course. Introducing podcasts to a whole new audience. There you go. Uh, so yeah, I found the uh, item. It's from Cordelima. It's Papa's in La Lata. Yeah. I, I probably butchered that. But it, it, which also, well, that's another story. Anyway. Uh, handcuffed... People were very disappointed that Victor didn't speak Spanish in Mexico. <laughs> that's like, the story that's I'm going to get into. Anyway. Hand-cut fries with queso blanco, jalapeno, smoked salt, and pico de gallo. And it's all just mixed up into one big, goopy, delicious thing. And yeah, it was amazing. So it's worth stopping in just for that. But yes, that was another thing in Mexico. So normally, whenever Mandy and I, if we go to a restaurant and you know they'll ask for a name, we've gotten so used to just giving them her maiden name because every time I'd say Puente, they they what, and then I'd have to spell it, and it was just like just kind of a hassle. And yeah. so yeah, down there at one point, we we go to say a name, and they're like, huh? And they look, and I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, wait. Puente. And they're like, all right. And they just write it down. Oh, <laughs> like, oh I look, they, like, wait, this is my chance. <laughs> this is my time to shine. <laughs> but, then, but then also, that's the, whenever I would give people my name, they just, they start speaking Spanish or they kind of look at me and I'd be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> A lot of disappointment. No. So. They were I'm, judging you. need to work you. on that. I think there was some judgment there. <laughs> again, I had a really good time. Well, I'm glad. All right. Well, Andrea, um, we're wrapping up this episode. Yep, and wrapping up election, I can't wait for it to be oh, over. Quick reminder: if you listen to this, um, if you listen to us on iTunes, rate us, subscribe. We need. I'm afraid all to the help say review. Ah, review. I don't care. You know the interaction. We'll take it. Give us five stars, please. <laughs> no, <laughs> give us what you think are the appropriate amount of stars. I disagree. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they're all like, they just say, "Give us five stars." They don't even give you an option. So yeah, and also if you're listening no, on reach SoundCloud, for the, reach for the stars, have, Victor. <laughs> If you're listening on SoundCloud, you have the podcast app on your iPhone. If you have an iPhone, um, you know, find us on there, hit subscribe, rate us. And also, uh, we do have a dedicated feed to just mm-hmm. just this podcast now. If you're listening to part of the normal WKYT feed, you can go find that if you want to. I'm currently uploading about two a week, so we'll catch up eventually to where we're all uploading at the same time. Yes. but Share yeah. it with a friend. So that would be a there. big help to us as well. Yeah, all, on all the social media stuff. I mean, you found us somehow, so obviously you're online. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I've put this on vinyl somehow and put it in a record store, which I don't think is going to happen. But probably not. All right. Well, bye everybody. Bye.